Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Two years ago in 2012, a crack duo, one martial arts expert and surprisingly good mimic, the other a weapons specialist and professionally bearded, were sent to separate recording stations thousands of miles apart to do an 80s and 90s action commentary podcast for a crime they happily committed. Something James Spader told them about that involved an industrial drum of coconut butter hand lotion and a common household whisk. These men promptly created a passion-filled wave of action adoration that swept throughout the internet underground. Today, still wanted by Steven Seagal for making one too many jokes about his expanding gut and knitted hair, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you love action, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you should be listening to Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentaries. This podcast, people, explodes. Bonjourno, and welcome to Dr. Action in the Kick-Ass Kid Commentary Podcast. I am Dr. Action. Ah, and I'm the Kick-Ass Kid, and I've just been down, chopping down trees all by myself. And now I'm going to take Dr. Action's hand, and we're going to have a fun montage of eating ice cream and fucking maids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jenny, your mother was a maid. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Doctor Action of the Kickers Kin. It's a mighty pleasure to be back, sir. It's lovely to be recording with you once again, my friend. Yes, indeedy, indeedy, do. Uh, so let's uh, crack straight on in. We've got some questions. We've also got our week in action. Uh, I'll run down my week in action pretty quickly. Uh, I have seen uh, since the last we did Under Siege. I have seen Parker. With uh, with uh, Jason Statham and Nick Nolte. Uh, <laughs> you see that film I did one time with Jason Statham. It's about Barker. Did you do that? What the fuck you say? I said, did you <laughs> see me in the film years ago? Got forty-eight hours. Did you see that? I was starting that with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I watched uh, The Guard, which isn't so much action it's kind of comedy but there is some gunplay in it uh, with uh, Brendan Neeson in it and uh, <laughs> Brendan Neeson and uh, uh, Ron Cheadle Ron Cheadle yeah or uh, Jeremy Beadle <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> Cheadle <laughs> I thought it was him he had a withered hand I, I couldn't tell under all the boot polish but uh <laughs> It's Jeremy Cheadle. Watch out, Cheadle's a bat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely. And then I watched uh, Blue Ruin, which was kind of meant to be a revenge thing, but I didn't enjoy it very much. Um, uh, it was meant to be like Death Wish for Hobos, but not particularly good. <laughs> then I watched Lucy, which you can hear reviewed on the After Movie Diner on the third anniversary episode, which I thought was spanking... I thought it was bloody, bloody marvellous. 
Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. It's I not out it. here yet. I loved it. I loved it a lot. <laughs> and I saw Richard Pierce's Sector 4 Extraction, uh, which I enjoyed a lot. Uh, some great writing and uh, some enjoyable um, Olivier Gruner stuff. Excellent. That's good to hear a good recommendation on that film starring we, Friends of the Show. Indeed. We will be talking more in depth about that once the doc has managed to see it. Excellent. Yes, I should be seeing it soon. Oh, yeah, Sector 4 Extraction. If you see it, I would uh, take a look. Take a look. Take a look at my Sector 4. Well done, Richard Pierce. May all joy and wealth follow you. Congratulations, sir. Let's hope you get Expendables 4. Yes! I'd like that. That's what we'll be petitioning for next, I do believe. And I'm glad you brought that up, Doc, because uh, you don't have a week in action, right? Have you seen any at all this week? I've watched the complete collection of Wes Anderson, the, the uh, gunplay extraordinaire. Well, there's action uh, in uh, Life Aquatic and there's action yeah. in um, Grand Budapest Hotel. Grand Budapest Hotel. What else? Well, I've uh, watched Annie Hall. Oh, wow. That's yeah, a classic. So- yeah, a lot yeah. of action. Uh, a huge crush in that film. On Diane Keaton? No, Woody Allen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, what a sexy little man. Why do you want to fuck me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Let's leave yeah. Woody Allen and sex uh, away. Yeah, no, it's a classic film. Love it. Um, and yeah, Diane Keaton in that film is awesome. Hoped. Um, she is hoped. She's yes. in haute cuisine. You've, you've met her, haven't you? I have met her, yes. I've met Diane Keaton. Yep. She's she, lovely. She touched my book. And she signed, in fact, she signed my book. Did she? Yeah, I have a signed Diane Keaton book. Somewhere. I don't know where the fuck it is, but I have it somewhere. I expect it's under your pillow. I expect it's in my pants drawer. <laughs> Next to Pam Greer's book. Uh, no, Pam Greer's book is uh, mounted in a quartz case uh, on the wall with a single strand of my beard hair uh, tucked amongst the pages. Lovely. Oh, it's, a good to have a good, it's good to have a nice bookmark. Yes. yes. And the case is shaped like a pair of large breasts. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so, yeah, not much of a week in action yet. I'm saving myself for the Expendables 3. But I'm glad you brought that up because there has been controversy ahoy since uh, we last spoke. Oh. And that is... <laughs> what was that? That was me going, oh. Oh. Oh, um, controversy. Controversy. It's been I'll controversial. Um, and we've had lots of debates about the fact that someone leaked Expendables 3 two and a half weeks before it is due out in the cinemas. And there's been lots of debates. Did Lion Gates release it or did uh, was it off one of the screeners or blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, the updated news today, of course, it got millions of downloads, um, which might or might not hamper the movie. The good news to come out of it is this. All reports, and I've not read any spoilers, but all reports have been that people love it. Yeah, in fact, that's all I've heard. In fact, there was even some people who were like, it's PG-13, I'm not going to go see it in the cinema, that when they saw the free copy said, I'm definitely going to go see this in the cinema. There was even an article written by a guy who runs like a professional news blog uh, that has actually said that he believes after watching it 
that um, it will actually enhance uh, people going to the movies because it is such a big, loud, explosion, action-fueled, bombastic cinematic experience that to see it on the leaked copy <coughs> is, sort of doesn't do it justice. Mm. So we've heard good things about it, which I'm really happy about <clears throat> because obviously, you know, we've gone back and forth on to, you know, what we expect the movie to be. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that's happened. I also don't have any real issue with anyone watching a downloaded copy because people have like human beings have shitty willpower. And also there are human beings out there who just have no money. So them watching it i can't really have a go at them for it my biggest problem is the people who leaked it the people no, no, who leaked it i think the are the criminals problem. yes i don't think people who watched it or downloaded it are criminals they're just people who you know we're just human beings right and if someone says oh there's a box of chocolates in the kitchen but don't eat them till thursday you're not going to wait till thursday you're going to go have a box of chocolates it's like there's nothing you can do about it we're human no. beings that, it goes back to my theory that I had a few shows back. If I walked into a room with my cock out, <laughs> somebody's either going to touch it or suck it. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Human uh, nature. If we both walked in, there would be fainting and, um, and applause. But well, no, they'd be fighting. They'd be f- <laughs> We're like, don't worry, ladies, you can all take it in turns. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so no, I don't, because that, I hate that someone leaked it. I really do fucking hate that someone leaked it. It really does bother me. Um, I myself am waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting as well. Um, I am waiting, waiting, waiting. It's uh, hard. Oh, it's God, hard. is it hard? Yeah. It's harder it's... than if we walked into that room full of women with our cocks out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm ready to explode. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I can't wait to see it in the cinema. So it's, it's very it's difficult, just... but I will be seeing it uh, opening weekend as I have done with every other Expendables movie. Yep, I'll be going to see it Thursday, the fourteenth of August. Yeah. And and if uh, we should probably record the next day after we've both seen it or something. Well, I was thinking, seeing as I've kind of seeing as we're going to have a go at this Google Hangout thing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If it works, how about you and I do a special video presentation on Expendables 3? Let's do that. That sounds good to me. Does that sound fun? And then we can put that up on uh, our group page or something like that. Because I did that How to Podcast video, and lots of people appreciated that. I think they enjoyed the video experience. So maybe we do X3 as a review. No, I think that's a, I think that's a very good idea, sir. So let's, let's plan for that then on the Friday. Um, yep. So that's going to be exciting. Um, but, oh, yeah, and then news released today, because a lot of people said, well, you know, new image, they like to uh, sue people, so if they didn't release it, they would be suing people. And they were like, that proves that they released it. Um, and, uh, no, uh, they've uh, filed a lawsuit today. Um, but what's interesting is, because they've tried to file lawsuits before, and they've tried to file lawsuits against, like, thousands of people on the understanding that if only 100 pay up, they'll still get some money back. But um, that was shot down last time they tried to do that by the judge, who was like, you can't call all these plaintiffs from all these different states and from all these different territories. Like, in the, in the, in America, you have to kind of... The, 
you have to fight in court where the issue is. So you yeah. can't have someone come in from New York to California to be a the accused in, in kind of lawsuits like this. Um, you can obviously have witnesses come in from all over town, but 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 basically, for whatever reason, it was shut down by the judge last time they tried to do like two thousand people. This time, what it seems like they're doing is they're going after where the leak originated. So it's a handful of torrent sites. Yeah. Uh, and they're also trying to get, uh, uh, get towards the person who actually leaked it. And I actually have to say that even if some of these torrent sites kind of get caught up in the mix of it and, and uh, you know, there's problems there, I like the fact that they're going after the actual cause, the root cause of it and not well, that's, some... That, that's, uh, that is where it comes from. Right, yeah, and not so the kind that... of overarching problem. No, no, no. I mean, if it's there, people are going <laughs> to... Download it. It's the person who's done the, who's put up a screening screener copy or whoever it is. Yeah, and I don't even download things. And I got three people that day email me and say, "Hey, do you want to get a copy of Expendables Three? I'll send it to you." And I don't even download stuff. So, um, you know, it's it's very difficult. You end up you end up getting these this stuff whether you necessarily want it or not. You know. Yeah. Um... And yeah, not always because you yourself went and downloaded it. So it's, no, it's it's, it's, it's sad that yeah. it's it's happened. But uh, I say you can't blame people for downloading it. I'll be there. interested to see what it does opening weekend. Um, we had a really good opening weekend last week with Lucy, uh, which made forty-eight million in its opening that's, weekend. That's not bad at all. Um, uh, I haven't looked up Guardians figures yet, but of course it only just opened here last night. Yeah, uh, Hercules yeah, yeah. was a big surprise last week. It only made like twenty-five mil, <laughs> so it's not quite a flop, but it's not—it's not been the hit that that uh, they wanted it to be. That, that Jason wanted. That Jason Ritter wanted. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's unfortunate because they—they they released Hercules. Like Hercules seems to me like a movie that when everyone saw it, they actually really enjoyed it. I've heard great things about it, but because they were <clears throat> because they released Guardians the very next week. It means it doesn't have time to build. It just means it really only has the week because Guardians is really going to encompass and swamp everything else. Yeah, they've kind of left. Uh, they've left it. Like they should have released Hercules a bit earlier, I think. Well, I don't know whether you found this, but I feel like the last three, maybe two months, in both DVD release and in movie theater release, we've had nothing really. No, we've not. We've not. It's been really. But the next month. It's fucking jam-packed. I'm going to see Guardians on Sunday night. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of weeks later, what's oh, being released? The Raid 2's out on Blu-ray. Right. Uh, That's already already out here. That's about the only Blu-ray release we've had in the last two months I've given a shit about. I mean, Sabotage came out, but I didn't pick it up. Yeah. And then that same week that The Raid 2 comes out on Blu-ray, The Expendables 3's in the cinema. Yeah. Uh, and then a couple of weeks later, Sin City 2 is out. Yeah. We've got to do our, wait for that. We've got to do our diner show on that. Yeah. With David DeMoss. Uh, but, yeah, so <clears throat> my feeling towards The Expendables is I'm glad they're going after the people who actually initially leaked it. Uh, my feeling towards movie downloading in general is that I don't tend to do it. Anyone who knows me knows that I have thousands of DVDs and thousands of Blu-rays, and I, I go to the cinema as often as my 
wallet allows, which isn't very often at the moment um, because I don't have any money now. Um, luckily, I have some nice friends and I have someone who bought one of my albums this week. So I'm able to go see Guardians because someone bought one of my albums. Um, but in general, I haven't been able to go and see a lot of stuff unless my, you know, unless people like James or, or stuff have helped me out. So, um but, you know, and I do get some downloads, but I, I tend to get them sent to me rather than actually doing it myself. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't do it. I don't do it. But uh, I'm not knocking anybody who does. I know plenty of people who download this stuff. Yeah. So, um, no, I'm not. I mean, it, you know, if it's there, it's there. And if people can't afford to go out and do it, whatever. I mean, it, it is a grey area. I mean, it is. Oh, of course it is, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It is something you shouldn't be doing, but then to try and say you shouldn't be doing it is, is a bit ridiculous when really human beings are human beings. You can't really... No, no. As long as nobody illegally downloads this podcast off a torrent site, yeah, I'd be... Free. Oh, I'd, I'd well, that's be another thing to say. <laughs> I did the audiobook for Andrew Buckley for his first novel, and that got torrented. So mm. I, I lost a bunch of revenue um, from uh, an audiobook that I did. Yeah, it's so, uh, it's 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 annoying. It's it's a problem that needs to be. It's it's more it's more of a problem when it's independent. Yeah, you know, I think it, when it's an independent movie or when it's a smaller movie or when it's like my audiobook or whatever, I think that's a, a bigger problem. Um, and I think and when I, I mean when I went on the torrent site and got your the audiobook, the quality went very good. No, the quality is terrible on my audiobook. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> No, um, and, and I think, you know, I think it makes me sad for Expendables 3, not because it's not going to make hundreds of millions of dollars, because I really think it is. I mean, I really think that in some weird way it being leaked has given it even more publicity. I, I don't know why, but it really has. Um, and the publicity feedback from it is good, that, like it's a good movie. Um, but, uh, you know, I want to see Expendables 3 make so much fucking money that they have to make a fourth one. You know, because I don't want them to stop. I don't want this to be the last one. No, no, I don't think it will be. By the um, sounds of it, it's going to be a bit of a cracker. Well, we'll wait and see. Yeah, we'll wait and see. I'm sure. I'm sure Sly won't let us down. <coughs> no, I mean the, the the taking. I mean the money. Ah, oh, the take. takings. I think. I think um, there's plenty of people in China who want to see it. There's loads of people there. But can't they download the torrent? Uh. Let's say no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think, I think they need to... I think with part four, they need to mix it up. Keep Stallone, keep Statham. Get rid of the kids. Get rid of the kids. Uh, I would keep... Uh, well, we'll have to see if Snipes is any good in this one, but I've heard he steals the show, so... Keep... I've heard Banderas. I've heard Banderas steals the show. So, well, then keep Snipes and Banderas. Statham, Stallone... Uh, and then get in new people, you know. Keep Arnie. I like Arnie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he just shows up. As, he's not really a member of the the gang. He doesn't fly yeah. about with them. He just shows up on his own, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. It's great. I, listen, I, you know, the other day it was Arnie's birthday, and he put out a little video. It was only 14 seconds, but whatever, saying thanks to the fans for his birthday and all the rest of it. I. I am unabashedly... I know what he's done to his wife and blah, 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 blah. But I unabashedly love Arnie right now. Just the fact that when we were kids, 
you would never, ever have dreamed in a bazillion years that you would be able to follow Arnie on a computer and that he would send messages out to fans. There's just no way you'd ever thought you'd have that kind of contact with him. You know what I mean? That's one of the great things about it. I mean, you know, Expendables 3 being leaked, that is one of the shittiest things about the internet. The fact that streaming's taking over is one of the shitty things about the internet and that you won't be able to buy a movie at some point, probably in a Blu-ray or a disc format. Yeah. That's one of the shittiest things about the, the internet. And the greatest things about the internet is actually being able to communicate with... Um, what, icons, other, legends? Yeah, icons, legends. You know, Sylvester, you know, if he happens to mention you on Twitter, you know, you, you faint. Yeah. Uh, if, you know, if Arnie sends you a message over Facebook, it's, that's fucking amazing. And obviously, you know, we've got things like, I'm talking to you in England, you're in New York, and we're recording a podcast. So it's good and bad things about the internet. But yeah, the fact I agree. that you can actually talk to Arnold Schwarzenegger is amazing. Well, he did that AMA for Reddit where he answered loads of questions. He did that um, get a ride in my tank thing. He did the Gold's Gym thing. He's doing all these, like, little... It's not just that. I mean, Steven Seagal comes on there. Thank you to all my fans. <laughs> you, are, you are the best fans in the, the whole world of fans. So, But that's know. not him. That's like some fucking hunchback quizzling he keeps in a box in the back of his tour van. He's doing yeah. that. You come and do a video. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Seagal's videos, when he's done them, have been humorously nonchalant. <laughs> I mean, at least Artie has fun with it and, like, will say a few catchphrases or something, but Cigar just comes on and goes, how do you play the guitar in the Ukraine? Uh, goodbye. And they're like, that's all he does. This, this performer who's been performing music and at martial arts tournaments is an actor who's been on chat shows. Stick a video on him. Just say hello to your fans and thank you. Um, <laughs> they really are. The greatest bunch of Facebook fans I've, I've ever, ever, never seen. Go Poutine uh, 2016. <laughs> poutine? You mean the Canadian fatty dish? No, no, no. Poutine. But I'll have some poutine. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he doesn't like Putin. Maybe <coughs> he likes poutine. Maybe that's what he keeps saying. He's like, why do you keep sticking me next to this old Russian guy? I want the, the big plate of fries covered in duck fat and gravy. Yeah, a, you know what he just said about um, Wishlist, uh, about next Expendables film? Paul Bianco's just said, who would your Wishlist cast for an Expendables movie? Who would be in it? We get asked this all the time, don't we, Chief? We do, yeah. We do. Um, where's that question? Okay. So, and also, uh, Peter Osmond asks, if he was still alive now, would the legendary Patrick Swayze be an expendable? Yes. Hells yes. yes. Uh, I would want them all to... You know that bar that they rock up in, that they're clearly in, in uh, Expendables 3, where they're all drinking with Ronda Rousey? It's in the trailer. Yeah. I want him to be the bouncer of that bar. In my mind, Dalton is the bouncer of that bar. Yeah, it'd be nice if they put in a thing if uh, Sly Stallone comes in and says, is Dalton not working tonight? And he says, oh. no, no, that'd be awesome. That would be incredible. That would be really, really, really sweet. I would genuinely think that was that was touching. Um, but no, I would have Swayze in there. Um, I, I hope Sylvester Stallone's listening to this and going, going uh, either, or he's going, um, 
oh shit, we need to re-edit that. So everybody who's downloaded it is going to be like, oh, I'm so gutted because he's gone and re-edited it just to put that little clip in it. Yeah. I'd love if they, like, leaked a really shitty version of the movie and yet everyone still loved it. So when they went to see it in the cinema, it was even better. Yeah. Um, no, in Expendables 4, 5, 6, 7, whatever, um, just off the top of my head, I'd like to see Fred Williamson, mm-hmm. Pam Greer, yeah. Richard Roundtree. Yeah. I'd like to see uh, Don the Dragon Wilson and Cynthia Rothrock and yeah. Jeff Speakman. Yeah. I'd like to see Seagal and Hulk Hogan. Mm. Uh, but I want to see Seagal without his weave on so that him and Hulk Hogan can rock the Skullets. Yeah. Um, I know Ben's called the Skullets. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see uh, Dan Shalavi, of course. Of course. As a rival brick kicker to Staith. Um, Reb Brown. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen, sure, sure. Michael, Jackie Chan. Michael Douglas. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of anybody else. Kirk if Douglas. He, oh, Kirk Douglas. If he was still here, Spencer Tracy. Yeah. Um, who else? We Woody have? Allen. <laughs> uh, Neeson, definitely. Neeson, yeah. Brosnan, uh, I'm happy with that. Dalton. Uh, Timothy yeah, Dalton. Oh, Dalton, yeah. Uh, Roger, Roger Moore. Moore. <laughs> Roger Moore. <laughs> yes. Roger Moore. Um, uh, who else? Jackie Chan. Yeah, I said him, yeah. Uh, who else? Who else? There's, there's always going to be one. Michael Dudikoff. Sure, dudes. We need the dudes in there. Um, I wish Steve James was still alive. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good to be in it. Could have yeah. had an American um, ninja reunion. Yeah, Matthias Hughes. Just I'd have a scene him. where Stallone and the rest of the Expendables go through a shower block and James and Dudikoff are just in a shower together soaping each other up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I thought of another one there. I'd like, I'd like to see Christopher Walken in an Expendables movie. I think it would be great. I'd love it. Um, but in terms of women, I want to see Cynthia Rothrock. I want to see Pam Greer. I want to see Sigourney Weaver. I want to see um, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. I want to see Jeff Wincott, not Jeff, a girl. But Jeff Wincott, not a girl, but as a girl, I'd like to see Jeff yeah. Wincott as Bridget Nielsen. Drag Bridget Nielsen. Well, ooh, that could be uh, with uh, Lundgren and Stallone on set. Yeah, and Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, she's been with all of them, isn't she? Yeah. Dirty, dirty Nielsen. <laughs> yeah it must have just been like incest 101 in the 80s they must have just had orgies in planet hollywood where they just like threw nielsen was, in the middle of yeah, an oil pit and just yeah i bet she was airtight violated her in every way um that's a disgusting thought nick cage nick cage definitely would you want tom Selleck? Yeah, stick Tom Selleck in there. Okay, for that. Selleck, okay. Um, him and Harrison. We have to bring Harrison Ford back if they make a fourth one. Yes, yes. Um, oh, who else is that? <laughs> not so much Kelsey Grammer, though. Danny Glover? Glover, sure. Sure. Is Bill Duke still alive? Yeah, Bill Duke's still Get alive. Get Duke back in there. Come on, where's Duke? Shrunny Landon. 
Sure. Um, um, oh, Clint Eastwood. Clint, oh, of course. There's always what? Yeah, Clint Eastwood is Clint my... Eastwood, Morgan Freeman, uh, Gene Hackman. Um, uh, oh, um, Sean Connery. Your man Remo. Um, Fred Ward. Fred Ward. Mm-hmm. T- fuck know. it, Tim Thomason. Yeah, Tim Thomason. Why the fuck not? Oliver um, Gruner. Olivia, Olivia, Olivia Gruner, Gruner, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, God, are these all going to be in number four? Donald Sutherland. <laughs> Don, yeah, Donald Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Ke- oh, f- fucking Kiefer Sutherland. Emilio um, Estevez, while we're at it. Lou Diamond Phillips. Well, steady on. Oh, um, Frank Zagarino (laughs) (laughs) and uh, uh, what's um, CIA Alexa Lorenzo Lamas? Yeah, Rutger Hauer. Yeah, as his character from Blind Fury or Split Second, or like some cross section of both. Yeah, yeah. Um, They are the two best films Rutger Hauer will ever make. Split Second and Blind Fury. They are just awesome. Uh, Terrence Stamp. From the Limey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael Caine. Yeah. Roger Moore, again. Sean, Sean Connery have said He'd that. He'd never come out of retirement. Yeah, he would. I'd love to be an expendable. I'd like to have a battle of the skulletch with Chagall and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Tell me which bitch do I fight. Oh, that's, that was just a, a, a stupid interview he did. No, if a lady steps out of line, so I'd like <laughs> to give her a smack. Uh, Kurt Russell. Fuck, of big one. Kurt Russell. Ah, no, leave that to the Fast franchise. I like them having their franchise. Uh, You do know that we're recording this, but as somebody's listening, a certain young man that you've had on Crust Talk is back in the table going... The Rock. The Rock. (laughs) The Rock. I don't want The Rock in the Expendables franchise. Sorry, Jason Ritter. I don't... I like the Fast franchise and I like the Expendables franchise. I don't really want them to cross over because I think they're different things. Well... It was the talk that he's going to be in number four as a bad guy. Yeah, I don't like that talk. I think it's quite funny in the fact that there's rumours going around that Jason Statham kills him in Fast and Furious 7. Yeah. If he killed him in the Expendables 4 as well. Yeah. I dare. I I consider that a personal victory. (laughs) Yes. Um, But But I do like The Rock. I do like The Rock. I do like The Rock too, but I don't want him in Expendables 4. No, because then it becomes The Rock show. Yeah. And, uh, no, sorry, you can't... The reason why it worked having Van Damme and then Gibson is because... And Eric Roberts. is because, as villains, they were all kind of guys... Like, with Van Damme and Gibson, they both want, like, back into big mainstream movies. Yeah. So it's like, they get their bit, but it's never going to become The Gibson Show or... Um, the Van Damme show because, you know, they're just kind of happy to be there. They're not going to do... They are going to be amazing. I mean, Van Damme was uh, was incredible, but he's not going to steal the show in the same way that um, uh, Eric Roberts or, or, or Gibson is not going to. But I feel like if you have someone like The Rock in Expendables 4, it becomes way too... It becomes like a big budget sort of... Heavy either side. Because the reason why it works in The Fast and Furious is because, um, first of all, it's already a big franchise, but secondly, like, he's actually integrated with the the group very quickly. Mm. Uh, I don't know. We've got Danny Trejo. 
Danny Trejo, sure, sure. And Mark Dacascos. Of course. You um, can't have an action film without Dacascos. Without Dacascos, he was amazing in Monk. <laughs> <laughs> When I see him perform, I'm often reminded of Jacques Tati or <laughs> Monoc. <laughs> what a cunt. Uh. <laughs> sure, let's throw Bruce Campbell in there. Of course, yes, why not? And because he was associated with him back at the beginning of his career, uh, from Paradise Alley, and there's one other movie, let's put Tom Waits in there. Yeah. Or have Tom Waits do the music. Yes. And let's yeah. have Barbara Crampton in there. Why not? And would you put, would you put, would you put, oh, Michelle Yeoh. Of course. Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Chow Yun-Fat. Yeah, Yun Bio. Yun Bio, yes. Uh, Donnie Yen, Chow Yun-Fat. I think we do need an Asian-tinged Expendables where, yes. oh, Jet Li's peeps need help in yeah. Asia. And the Expendables go to Asia, and Stallone hits up more of his, like, a- the Asian connection, and it's Chow Yun-Fat, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Yen Bio, Sammo Hung, it's the whole, it's Jackie Chan, it's the whole bit. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I would go for Expendables Asian, like, Expendables Asian Excursion, part four, like a kind <laughs> of police academy type thing. Or just know? do, like, a spin-off. You know how he buggered off during Expendables 2? Yeah, do a Jet Li, Jackie Chan spin-off. Yeah, that's see. Oh, now you've got me hard. <laughs> see, I want all that, though. I want a proper female one, not a comedy female one. I want a proper Asian one. I want, I want the Expendables. They can't make them quick enough for me. I, w- I want one a week. They yeah. can't make them quick enough for me. I want Asian ones. I want horror movie icon ones. I want uh, uh, Australian ones. I, I want an exploitation expendable style movie, which would be incredible. Um, I want a, a, a British one. Fuck it. Get Gary Daniels to, to, to do his own with uh, Dan Shalavi and Scott Atkins and Stath. And, I mean, you could take it any number of ways, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I just don't want a superhero one, because fuck them. Yeah. Cameron Sullivan, can you tell us everything wrong with superhero films? Most notably, Man of Steel and Avengers franchise. Man of Steel is absolute shit. There's nothing more you can say about that. It's utter shit. Is that what we've been asked? Uh, Yeah, we're not going to do the Avengers. Then the Avengers, there's nothing wrong with the Avengers. I don't personally like it, but the other films I like... uh, Man of Steel was terrible because it was it was terribly shot, terribly edited, terribly written, badly cast, um, and there was too many major changes to. Uh, the, well, the, the the next thing was it was an origin story. We don't need it. We don't need an origin story. Sorry, fuck that. Then, because it was an origin story, they felt the need to change it, and everything they changed about the origin story was wrong and bad. Mm. And then you have a movie ending which was insane amounts of disaster porn, in which Zod and Superman's fight will have needlessly, not legitimately, needlessly killed... Uh, thousands of people because there's bits in that end fight where Superman and Zod are just flying through buildings where they don't need to they can fly around them 
Now, Zod might fly through buildings and kill people. He's the bad guy. But Superman wouldn't then continue to do it as well. Superman would try and take another route so that he wasn't, like, destroying shit and killing people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's so much wrong with Man of Steel, I can't even... I mean, the killing of Park Kent that way was ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> what a loser's way to go. Especially after the... Well, it didn't teach Superman anything. No, especially could have after, saved him dead easily. Yeah, because we'd already seen world. him save a school bus full of children. Yeah, it was a kind of just a... I think he just wanted to die, really. It's just stupid. Um, so I hated that. And as for um, uh, Avengers... I really like it, and I really love it. You don't, and I understand why, but I really like it, and I really love it. And I think that it works as... If nothing else, I love the fact that if you watch Iron Man 1 through 3 with the Avengers as an unofficial 2.5, the through line of Tony Stark's character works impeccably. So I really love that about it. I, I think that the ending of exp- uh, the ending of the Avengers plays into Iron Man three, and I don't think Iron Man three is as successful if Tony Stark doesn't realise his mortality at the end of the Avengers. Yes, I I agree. I agree. And I think that the disaster uh, attack on New York at the end of the Avengers is more palatable because it is the villains doing the destruction. And the Avengers legitimately trying to stop, stop it. it and save it. Apart from a couple of bits where the Hulk runs up some buildings, the Avengers remembers to have a scene in it where, you know, Captain America says, hide out here, be here, don't be there, hide down here, stay down, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's actually trying to save people. Mm. Um and and I love the fact that all the Avengers have individual characters and it, they were remembered. They might not be the characters everyone likes. They might not be the characters in the comic book. They might not have been the characters you wanted to see, but they were at least all indistinguishable from each other. They weren't like um, Batman and Superman have become where they're just mopey, mumbly, uh, philosophy, pretentious, spouting bullshit. It's just, you don't like that? <laughs> no. Um, who was in an Expendables movie and didn't deserve to be there? Oh. Um. I think he'll do it. Uh, just a minute. Uh, well, all the young ones, really. Yeah, I've got a reserve judgment till I see it, but yeah, I'm, I'd probably go. <laughs> I would say Rousey, because, okay, she's MMA and we have a precedent set with... Um, well, it should have been Cynthia Rothrock. Right, no, but Rousey... Um, and Carano should have been in it and fuck the other young ones. Um, but we have a precedent set because of uh, Randy Couture, because he was a fighter. So I don't mind them having fighters in, but I don't need fucking um, Victor Ortiz, uh, Kellen Lutz, and whoever that other one is, who just seems to be a nobody who's done nothing. Um, they don't deserve to be in it. No, they don't. Not when you could have had a, a, young, a slightly younger set and had, like, more of Statham's age range, and had Dacascos and uh, even fucking Matt Damon or someone. Like, you could have had... You could have had more, like, early 40s and gone that route rather than doing, like, the 20-somethings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, definitely. And like you say, if there's going to be a female expendable, it should have been Rothrock. But I felt that more about the second one. Because they hired that Asian chick in the second one who no one's ever heard of. 
And I felt like if Stallone is meant to have a little romance with her, she was a little kind of... Yeah, she was a bit young. Young, and I just feel like if that part had been Rothrock, the movie would have been even better. Yeah. Oh, dear. What? Oh, dear. <laughs> what? Uh, Jason Ritter, what do you think of my favourite action star, The Rock, being the villain of The Expendables 4? We've I think answered, we've answered that. that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a stupid idea. <laughs> and I'm going to go on record as saying it's a stupid idea. And you're going to have to put up with it, Ritter. Yeah. Um, Peter Osman, has John shat an arm lately? And on a more serious note, what are both your thoughts on old flappy hands saying Neeson isn't a true action hero? Is that a true action hero, Johnny? It's um, bollocks. It is bollocks. It is bollocks. It's another one of Seagal's... Uh, we've got to trot out the fact that this guy doesn't know martial arts for real or never competed for real, so therefore he can't be um, a real action hero. And that's just nonsense. Nonsense. Absolutely bollocks. It's, um, it's the movies. In that case, you can never play a thin man again, can you, Seagal? Because hmm. you're not thin. Uh, Cameron Sullivan, how would you react if someone told you you were living in an actual action movie right this minute and had to go against an impossible task that every action movie protagonist faces? I'd ha- I'd handle it very well. Yeah, I'd probably probably uh, uh, clean up before lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be another day. I wouldn't at all shit myself or anything. You wouldn't shit an arm? No, I wouldn't shit an arm, no. I'd just get on with it. <laughs> I don't know where don't... that came from, shit an arm, but I really like it as an image. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you do one of those big turds with a with a bend in. Oh, yeah, loads in New York. <laughs> Food there's great. <laughs> um, what would be your idea for a Commando sequel? Who's just that? James Cox. Yeah. I would say that... Um, <laughs> I'd say it can still be done now. I, well, yeah, of course it can be done now. Uh, I want it to be done now. I would say hey, this. How would, you, how would you say this? John Matrix... Yeah. Uh, ...meets up with Neeson... Yeah. ...and it's a Taken 3 Commando 2 crossover. Well, basically, Commando is Taken. Right. Uh, or Taken is Commando. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I'd be up for that. The team up to go and save... And... Save Get me! They join <laughs> Tango and Cash. Oh. So it becomes a Tango Cash Taken Commando film. I, I'd, I'd go and see that. I'd probably ejaculate when that was announced. Paul Bianco says, Can you guys get Kickstarter funding for your documentary you keep talking about? This needs to happen. Um, uh, we could try. We could certainly try and get funding. The main problem with that, though, is that none of the stars themselves have agreed to be interviewed. So while we could... um, Get it up and running. We could get money, one would hope, from action fans. You know, unfortunately, we've not had the luck of a certain other website that has had much more luck than us getting action interviews. Oh, so we'd be on it. We'd do it. We would do it. Um... You know, I've emailed Lundgren, I've emailed uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, I've uh, emailed lots of people and not heard back. Um, I continue to pursue it. We do have one person who is an action star who has said they'll come on the show, uh, so we hope to have that soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and not going to give any uh, 
no, giving no the hints. names away. No but, hints. Uh, uh, so we've also got a, yeah, we've also got a, di- a director which we could reach out to, um, who directed Commando, funnily enough, Mark Lester, who I thought mm-hmm. about reaching out to and getting an interview with. And anyone who's listened to the diner knows that I've spoken to Peter Hyams, who could be a, 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 a link to Van Damme for us, but how, how up for that he'd be, I don't know. Um, I think I'm friends with you. No, I'm not. So I kind of think that, Plus, there are people who, like, legitimately probably would never want to be interviewed by us, like Seagal and, um... Yeah. Seagal. Uh, <laughs> I listened to your podcast. Which one? Was it the uh, Universal Soldier one? We've never done the Universal Soldier, have we? No, we haven't done that one. Um, <laughs> the, you mean Under Siege? Under Siege, yeah. Under Siege. I listened to that. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I would love to get it off the ground. Of course I would, but... Uh, I'd definitely. I'd like to do the PM Entertainment one that we said about. Yeah, That'd definitely. be a good, that'd be a good little uh, documentary. That'd be a good little documentary. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if the interest's there, we will definitely up it. I mean, what people need to know is that when I am producing the podcasts, I am constantly reaching out to people... To see if we can get interviews and things. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I message people as well, um, but uh, you know, you get some responses, and it's like with the Don the Dragon one that we tried to get a while back. You know, we tried like anything, didn't you, to get it? But it he just said didn't... he would do it three or four times. But uh, obviously, they're all busy as well. But uh, I'm sure Don the Dragon Wilson will come on at some point. It's just trying to nail them down to a specific time if we're going to do a documentary it'd it'd mean me coming over to america and we've got to get those people in for a certain well that's the other thing is that to do a documentary it wouldn't just be a case of calling them up we'd have to travel around we couldn't say to them like oh you all have to be in la this weekend we would have to go to florida and we would have to go to arizona and we'd have to go to california and we'd maybe even have to go to asia i mean there would be lots of places we'd have to go so we're looking for like a, a ten million dollar budget. <laughs> no, I mean it would depending on whether they asked to be um paid for interviews or not, we could be looking at needing to raise like twenty or thirty thousand. Yeah. Depending on what their rates are to be interviewed. So mm-hmm. Well, well, I know with Sigala, it'd probably just be, did you bring my cheeseburger? Did you bring my bison? <laughs> I asked for a potted bison and a pound of cheese. I, I wanted some Edam. Oh, we didn't have Edam, so I brought a thousand mini baby bells. I don't like mini baby bells. I flap in my hand a mini That's baby good, bells. That's good, but you peel them. I don't like that wax on my fingers. <laughs> um... Yeah, so no, we'd love to, man, but... Uh, uh, well, it, it also, it obviously mean me going over to America, uh, which, which, you know, I, I love America and spending a couple of weeks with a, a good friend travelling around America, it'd be, it, it's, it's, a, it's a dream come true, but you're also, like, just paying for me to just enjoy myself, which is for us both to sort of have a great time. Yeah. It'd be brilliant. What I would rather people do, I tell you what, what I would rather people do is I would rather they go over to www.patreon.com, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, forward slash after movie diner. 
and support the After Movie Diner. And if you support the After Movie Diner to uh, a degree whereby um, we can start really like going out there and investing and engaging in stuff, um, then I would be, you know, uh, much more inclined to do that. So go over to <coughs> patreon.com and make it happen. We want $30,000 by the end of the night. We've been asked, uh, would we ever guest star on an episode of The Angry Video Game Nerd? Well, seeing as I don't know who The Angry Video Game Nerd is, and I don't review video games, probably not. Can uh, I? Yes, of course. I can guest on anything anyone wants me to. I am a pod whore. Um, but would I or could I? I've no idea. No one's ever contacted me from that show before. Not heard of it. But, uh, yeah, if you want to hear about Pac-Man. Sure, if you want me to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. I've only ever completed one game, Super Mario Brothers. I'm not a gamer. Not a gamer. But I know, but, I, I, have, I have lots of games that I play. If he wants me to go on, it'd be great. Uh, Peter Osman, what would you do if a man with a beard offered you sweets and a lift in his van? Well, I take it, men with beards are always good, good types of people. <laughs> Yeah. Donate to the diner. Patreon.com forward slash after movie diner. I mean, is, is, the, the only thing you do with that money, you just buy drugs, don't you? So, yeah, that's all I do, yeah. yeah. Um, by drugs, you mean food. Yes. Yeah. Because it is a drug. You do need it. I don't have a job, and I seriously, and this is absolutely seriously true, cannot afford my rent anymore. So <laughs> please help me out on Patreon.com. Uh, and it would be simply paying for the diner shows, which I know you get anyway for free, but uh, after three years of giving it away for free, how about you say thank you? Give it back a bit. Yeah. Pledge $3 or more per podcast show, and I will read out or play a promo for your site, your store, your podcast, your web series, anything on the show at least twice a month for three months. Pledge $5 or more per podcast show. I will read out or play a promo of your site, your store, etc., etc., and I will write you and send you an MP3 of your own personal song. Uh, pledge $10 or more per podcast show. You get a promo, a personal song, a YouTube video, and a sponsored by credit on the show. Pledge just $1 and you'll get a public thank you and a mention once on the show. Have you reached out to any companies about that? No. They should do that. It's just uh, just for fans to support the show is what it is. If a company with millions of dollars wanted to advertise on my podcast, it would be considerably more expensive. (laughs) Yes. Right, and you get what seconds you want? I got it. I'm on four seconds. Excellent. Boom! Yeah. Right. Three, two, one, go. Can you send me fogs? I like it. I like to eat foxes. It's uh, it is one of my favourite of the of the logos from the eighties. It is a great logo. It's one of the great logos. Oh, it's a street. In America. Nice. Garbage truck coming down the street. Don't like the way this movie begins. It's a load of old garbage. <laughs> oh. See, you'd be sitting in the cinema in 1985, 1986, you'd be thinking, it's not very action, is it? No. It's, just, it's like men at work. <laughs> is the garbage can going to blow up? Is the truck somehow going to 
have rocket launchers come out of the side of it. Mm. It could even be a scene prior to the Bin Man scene in the Burbs. Yeah. Okay, how did he pull her? I don't know, but she is one hot tamale. I bet he can lick his eyebrows. And she's going to be single in a minute. (laughs) Ed O'Neill before he was famous. Or Neil O'Ed. Yeah. Just he's got a cat look. Yeah. Yeah, He probably should have wore gloves. Yeah. Filthy leper. If you put your hand in your eye now, you can go blind. (laughs) Oh. There he is, Bill Duke. Yeah. He's got the weirdest shaped head on the planet. Weirdest shaped ears. His ears are tiny. It's Johnny Depp. Yeah. You know, this is cut to shreds, the English version. Is it? Yeah, he shoots him again. But I like the car showroom stuff. I think it's so much more authentic. Yes. Yeah, I like what the, what that guy's wearing. I like it when they cut out action. That's what I'm really happy about. Yeah, because it leaves it up to your imagination. Yeah, it's like... I a... think he pulled his penis out and took a picture of it <laughs> with a Polaroid <laughs> and sends it to his dead wife. I think that's that guy who said Mononk yeah. on that video. Mononk. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing the same roll neck. Yeah. You just give him a bit of receding hairline and glasses and you've got exactly the same guy. Yeah. Oh, I think he can. He is. Also, do you know what I find about these deaths? Duke never actually stops to see if they're really dead. He just assumes. I wouldn't think that that'd instantly kill you. I mean, it could kill you, but it's not. Here he is. Certain. Gay Freddie Mercury. Old chainmail pants himself. When we heard about gay Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury was gay. Yeah, I know, yeah. I don't know what you're going on about. You're quite confusing me. <laughs> I got the vapors. I'm all confused. Plus, this one as well with Bennett, it's like... I know it's meant to be faked, but... Look at that it, head. He looks like yeah. a Mekon. Um, when <laughs> That's for you uh, 2000 AD fans. Um, how would you definitely know he was dead if this was meant to be serious? Yeah, I, uh, how does he get off it so quick? He must have, like, a transporter on it. Because he's still on it now. Yeah, he uses his moustache to deflect the flames. Mm. I love the music. I like the fact that there's a chainsaw in the opening sequence. Yeah. They never use this. That's a close-up of his penis. Yeah. It's got one big vein. <laughs> <laughs> and several joints in it. I love this. This is in the 80s when I first watched this. I was just like, he's carrying a tree. Yeah. What you don't see is he's got two dwarves holding on to eat. Oh, yeah. It's a very well directed shot. (laughs) (laughs) I found this embedded in one of the maids. He must have built that house. Himself. Yeah, he did, yeah, out of uh, chocolate. Out of uh, Cadbury's fingers. Yeah. It's Cadbury's chocolate fingers house. 
I, I don't think I'd be able to cut a log like that in half. You don't think so? No. no. Not without really hurting your shoulders. Yeah. I could probably t- chop a child in half. Yeah, this is what he does now. Turns around and whaps her in the head. That I got amazing. you. Dun, 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 a montage! I love a montage! Yeah, let us immediately stop and <laughs> chopping the logs and let us do the montage! Yeah, I run after you! Let's have some ice cream! Yeah! Right. Whatever you it. do, don't put it on my nose! I hate it when it's on my nose! <laughs> don't put it on my nose, it looks like someone's come on my face! No! <laughs> now it looks like someone jerked off on my face! Yeah, I look like a money punch. shot in a porno! <laughs> <laughs> let me kiss you! <laughs> I want you. No, I don't mean that. <laughs> You're too imagine young. It, imagine if this was over. What's it? You're like, ah, oh, it's his daughter, and it gets to the film, and you're like, this is my girlfriend. <laughs> what? It's Frida. She looks like a young girl. Really, she just a midget. <laughs> she cleans up Her around the house. Bridget. Bridget the midget. I like it. Vernon Wells. Yes. I've been there. Have you been to Vernon Wells? Oh, yeah, it's a lovely place, oh, especially in the summer. Really nice area of natural beauty. Yeah. It's just a shame for all the moustaches, really. Yeah, lovely bush. Talking about Vernon Wells, you're talking about uh, a much, much, much older... What's her name? Alessa Milano. That's Alessa Milano. I don't remember these things. Got Mark Goldblatt. All the names are here for this film. I love a bit of Goldblatt. Yeah. I drop you in the water again. Yes, Goldblatt, tell me what? more. I like it, Goldblatt. <laughs> the man Six, with the blatt of gold. He's not <laughs> too shit. old. Mr. Goldblatty. That's, that's why they put that thing on the, uh, on the fridge, innit? I love you, Dad, just to clear up. Yeah. It's definitely his daughter. Also, what goes on here when she brings over the sandwich? He's like, what is in this? It tastes awful. It's like, exactly. why? And then she goes, you wouldn't want to know. I'm like, no, no, I, I want to know what I'm eating. <laughs> well, I like it. It looks quite a big meal for her, doesn't it? He picks it up, he's like a fucking crumb. I love when he makes this joke about Boy George. It's so topical and re- and sexist and homophobic. They should just call him Girl George. I think it would start with the confusion. Wait a minute. Have you put dog spunk in this sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I love the way this... He's like, I got a retarded daughter. She keeps making sandwiches with dog spunk in it. Oh, thank God, the army. I get out, you know, straight away. You know, he's a top elite commando because he can. He he just could hear that. He smells the helicopter. Shit. (laughs) He could smell the helicopter. Yeah. You keep giving me dog spunk sandwiches. I'm going. Food is better in the army. Ah, I get protein bars. I get dog shit sandwiches. <laughs> I, get, I get cow spunk. It is much sweeter. <laughs> it's like milk, only thicker. Like cream. I have it on a bagel. A Jewish bagel. <laughs> I love this guy. He's kind of like Matrix's Colonel Troutman. 
Yeah, this is this this helicopter is on loan from the A team. You imagine that this could be a sequel, like if this could be almost Rambo Five, like yeah. if Rambo came home, because it's basically a Rambo type character, isn't it? Oh it's, yeah, it's it's the closest Arnie ever got to doing a Rambo competing movie. Well, I think that's what it was for. It was just basically. Uh, them going after that target audience. Only my name is not John Rambo. It's John Matrix. And this was obviously inspired the Matrix. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, whoa, Keanu Reeves, he watched it, he went, whoa. I yeah. like some of that, whoa. Yeah, it's a bit like actually, my thoughts. Actually, Keanu, we've made a movie that's all about what if the human race wasn't real, and in fact we're in pods, and everything you've thought about is all a computer thing. Oh, I thought it was more like Commando. <laughs> Whoa. I would have liked it if it was like Commando. Whoa. I say you've got a problem. They've lost the front half of your hair. Yeah, were you, like, being set on fire? Is that why you have no hair on your forehead? <laughs> You're brushing it over like that. It's not, it's not convincing anybody. Put the, put the got, hat back on. I'm going to call you Girl George. <laughs> See what I did there? Because you're like Boy George, only gayer. <laughs> There's nothing as gay as Boy George. I beg to differ. Those two. <laughs> nah, the shit. <laughs> Are they any good? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> They're really just extras we hired and put in army uniforms. They haven't the, even done the simple assault it's, course. It's it's so economical. As soon as as soon as that chopper flies up, bang! One of them dies. Yeah. I can smell something. I can smell... Did you take a shit? (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Someone else is taking a shit. (laughs) Now, have you guys even done the assault course? We didn't do the assault course! (laughs) Ah, ah. My plan pods. (laughs) I just potted them. Damn you, I built them all by hand. Out of Mr. Kipling Bagwell Tads. <laughs> this whole house is a candy house. Fucking hate you for bringing these people here. I'm gonna bite your arm off, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Now wait here, I'm gonna go get more blood pots. <laughs> I have some in the shed. Do you, do you think this is the film that started off the one liners in action films? Uh, doesn't the Terminator have some before that? Not really, because he doesn't say much in it. But no, this one, so. he's got like a comeback for everything. It could it could actually be called Comeback Commando. Well, when does it... <laughs> Comeback Commando? Uh, Commando Commando? No, 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 it's not the porn version. I want one of those shits. I thought you had one of those sheds. Oh, no, it's just got water pistols in it. I live in England, remember? Does Dr. Action Towers not have one of those? No. See, that's basically taken, isn't it? That's not... 
I don't remember leaving a corpse there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I put it up there. This is awesome. You got my, my I love you daddy thing. If you don't give it back to me, I shoot you in the face. That's it, put it down, you greasy little man. What I want to know is they've already managed to run away. He was in the shed for like a second. Mm. Wrong. Shoot her in the face. Yeah, but they've managed to go in, get his daughter. And he's, oh, they've washed up as well. How long was I in the shed for? Yeah, it's complete. They managed to kill the guy, tear his car apart, load the daughter into another car, sit in, steal the thing off the fridge, sit in a <laughs> chair. And he looked quite comfy, like he'd been sitting there a while. Yeah, like he'd probably read a book or switched onto uh, Jeopardy or something. Yeah. So where the fuck is he? You see, he's Wait, 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 don't shoot me. I'm about to get the answer to... <laughs> <laughs> This is how I drive, though. Yeah, you don't have any, don't have any brakes or engine or anything. No, no, no. I, know. I have to live on a hill. This is me just going to the shops. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be a Tesco in a minute. <laughs> Imagine if you drove like this, but were also sat on a dildo. <laughs> Imagine the pleasure one could derive from that if you were of the female persuasion. Oh boy, George. Oh boy, George. They should call it girl, George. If I keep <laughs> making that joke, maybe they will. <laughs> not very good for the environment. Just took out a mm-hmm. whole tree. But he's not, you know, the car's not switched on, so... No I would have laughed if he'd careered into this van, causing it to blow up, and then Bill Duke was like, sorry, your daughter was in that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean the guy sitting next to Owen Wilson? Yeah. I love the way they toss a van down the hillside and it literally just looks like a toy van. And he's all right. Oh, of course he's all right. He's he's Arnie. He's indestructible. He leaps off a plane later on in the movie. Mm. Doesn't damage his coccyx. I love the way he immediately goes into fighting them as well. Mm. He doesn't even think... You know, other movies, that would be the point where they're all lined up with guns that you would just kind of stand there and allow yourself to be... Handcuffed and then whatever, but no, he goes straight in for fighting. Yeah, I'm fucked. Hello there, mate. I've put on my gay chainmail. I'm going to take you to this new club I've started. It's called Pinge. It's a great club. <laughs> Everybody wears chainmail. Fucks each other in the ass. Is it gay? I'm not gay. <laughs> we'll discuss I'm cu- it. I'm quite over, curious. <laughs> over a beer. I've been combing men out of my moustache for weeks. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great yeah, if they just went, ah, 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 baby. If they just, if they, if they were all standing in line, they could have looked over and gone, I see a little silhouette. Scarabouche, scarabouche, to the fandango. <laughs> very, very frightening. Galileo. <laughs> Oh, Galileo. Galileo. Got your daughter in a shed. (laughs) I'm going to shoot you, going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot you in the head. It's just a tranquilizer. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Hello, I'm Dan Hedia. 
I'm playing a Mexican, but I'm really Dan Hedia. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. It's me, Binnit. While, uh. while you were passed out, I diddled you with my little <laughs> finger in the anus. And I took pictures, and I'm going to use it as part of a mural that I'm putting up in my nightclub. Pinge. It's like twinge, only pink. Yeah, you'd love it there, John. (laughs) (laughs) We're all friends together there, John. Everybody holds each other's hand, only they don't call it a hand. Do you think the character was written as gay or do you think that's just something he puts into it well Vern old Vern I think that's just I think that that in 80s passed for macho yeah I think about you John when I'm touching my penis I'm thinking about you look we've messed your daughter's hair up (laughs) there's no end to the bad shit that we'll do to your daughter no is that one of my old cum rags yes (laughs) Yes, John, we've used that as a gag. I kept it, John. We found it in your cupboard, John. (laughs) When we were trying to look for a little keepsake like that pink heart. We found it nailed to your fridge, John. We found the dead mate, John. That's a a matte painting of a helicopter in the background. (laughs) It's not not real. I bet he's thinking, if it had just waited around for another couple of minutes. Yeah. I really hope Mark Lester listens to this and, and, and appreciates all the all the effort we're putting into it. Mm. I like how they gave him a jacket. Yeah. Because he just looks like a business now, doesn't he? Because it's like, you'll be travelling, John, with this large black guy wearing a pith helmet, a Hawaiian shirt and a white jacket. So that you blend seamlessly in with this man, we've given you a blue sports coat. Enjoy. Compliments. Don't forget to have the peanuts. I mean, look at these two. If Arnie and this guy got onto your plane, you would be like, what the fuck? I mean, first of all, they're both like six foot, you know, three or whatever they are. Yeah. The black guy's literally wearing a pith helmet and couldn't look more dodgy. (laughs) Could he look any dodgier, this guy? It just it just screams pimp. <laughs> it screams like yeah, but not even pimp, like island pimp. Like island crack dealing pimp, maybe. Yeah. Is it anybody looks more like a demon than that guy? No. David Patrick Kelly. He is a demon, isn't he? He looks like it. He's also like an ugly little midge. Mm. And he waves like a spaz. This was before all the security checks you'd now have to go through. Oh, yeah. Back then, they just let anyone on the plane. I mean, look at these two. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, man, I'm going to be an island <laughs> pimp. <laughs> hey, lady, you're going to be one of my prizes. I'm saving up for a prostitute of my own. I blew all my money on this pith helmet. <laughs> Wait, you have no hair at the front of your head either. What is going on? I wish you'd keep your hats on. <laughs> it frightens me. The forehead is the window to the soul. I 
I'm going to break his neck. How does he kill him? Oh, I saw somehow he kills him. No, 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 but I've, no, I've seen it. It's just he seems to just elbow him in the face and then he's meant to be dead. No, 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 he breaks his neck as well. Not in my copy. No, it's this, this is the UK copy, we should say that, and it is heavily cut. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah. Well, dude, I would have sourced <laughs> a better copy if I could have done. Yeah. See that when he put, goes to put his arm around him? He uh, breaks his neck as well. Oh, so sorry that we're watching this version then. Well, this is the one that we were kind of used to in the uh, 80s being UK kids. Sorry, guys. Should have gone for the uh, the American version. My apologies. This commentary probably won't work with anyone else. Then. Those jackets were all the rage, weren't they? The black jackets with the weird little bits on them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I've still got mine. This wouldn't work either. You wouldn't be like... Nowadays, you wouldn't be like... Uh, no, there's no standing up while we're taking off. I'll belly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to say no, are you? And he wouldn't fit in there. Only my penis would fit in there. No other part of me. Oh, he's a doggy. Good doggy. I give you to my friend, Steven Skull. He'll train you, break your neck, and eat you. That's that's one of the shittiest walls. Right, I don't think aeroplanes are made out of very much. No, it's they're made out of cardboard and snot. Awesome sunglasses. That guy was just the shit, wasn't he, in the eighties? Yeah. See, I I'd be pooing right now if that was me. What, climbing out of a plane? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my, my beige trousers would, would be quickly <laughs> browned. <laughs> I think, think about that poor stuntman who had to do this. Yeah, but in the 80s, they loved doing stunts like this. They lived for this. Or they didn't get paid. Or do you think it's really Arnie doing it? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> By the way, this landing would fucking break your tailbone. Yeah. Luckily, there was water there. But even on water, you would still, like, split your ass cheeks open. I don't want to get my nice sports jacket wet. (laughs) I'm going to leave it here. (laughs) Try, please. (laughs) Fuck you, plane. I'd like to see, like, you know how Marvel do the end credit sequence? Yeah. At the end of this, I'd like to see if you come back here and go... Ah, oh, there you are, jacket. Comes back and it's there. Either that or the black guy is still really secretly alive. Yeah. Because the black guy was like, I was in the British edit. I wasn't <laughs> in the American edit. You didn't see my neck snapped in the British edit. That'd be great to have, like, all the people who would normally have died in the American versions but yeah. don't die in the British versions come back. And hunt people down and then go, yeah. this is what's wrong with censorship. Censorship. I'm against it. I'm also against little midgets chatting up air hostesses <laughs> called Ray Dawn Chong. 
and other people other than short, uh, Roger Moore wearing safari suits. I'm still still wearing chainmail. I'm going to be wearing it the whole movie, Dan. You're not <laughs> going to make me take it off. It's my... Not only does it protect me, but it's also a self-promotion advert for my new nightclub, Pinge. <laughs> I better see you there opening night, Dan. I want you in the VIP section. That's right, what? where all the chairs have tiny, tiny little vibrators in them. It's not Chose a gay thing. <laughs> it just it goes up your ass because that's comfortable. Sorry, man. Yeah. It shows off my exquisite figure and the fact that I've not got a belly at all. Actually, it does show up. Come to Pinge. Get a vibro in your anus. That's this the is new a, catchphrase. This is how I chatted up Claire, this is. Yeah, this is how you met your wife? Yeah. <laughs> Put a cigarette in between my teeth. This is weird because this is not how I chatted up my ex, but it was the clothes I was wearing <laughs> <laughs> when I saw her. Yeah, Claire was on a payphone. I just stood there staring at her smoking. Yeah. Right, I tell you what, while you're using the phone, love, I'm just going to drop down and lick your anus. <laughs> It's perfectly acceptable. I saw it in a movie once. What movie was that? Rim Liquor 8? Well, there we go then. That'll be why watch all the romantic movie. films. <laughs> He's wearing spats as well. Yeah. What kind of fucking outfit is that? What, what are you trying to say with that? You're, you're a hard man henchman, but you're going to be wearing spats and a jazz tie. <coughs> He's probably all dressed up because they're going to the opening of Bennett's new nightclub tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I like what he's wearing. I think he looks snazzy. Bennett, I got all dressed up, ready for Pinge's opening night. I'm even wearing spats. <laughs> Why'd you do that, mate? We've still got another 12 hours before it opens. I just wanted to walk around. I wanted to feel loved. This is one of my favourite bits. He's such a weasel, though, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, if he, if he, like, moved too much, that suit would start strobing. Mm. It's like a, a suit. I don't know what it's... It's ridiculous. It's almost like an artist's impression of the Death Star, but as a suit. <laughs> it's got all those, like, crosses and... Yeah, I like it. I think it suits him. I wish they still sold suits like that. Yeah. When I go to suit shops now, it's either beige, grey or black. Yeah, you Occasionally can't get a brown or a blue, but you can't get anything that sexual. No. That's just that like, if you went into a if you went into a Hello suit store. and welcome to Arnie's Changing Cars. <laughs> it's a new show on reality TV where I take your car and I make it Arnie. Sorry. Still not got enough leg room, has he? No. I don't have enough knob room. <laughs> Do you reckon he gave it to Ray Dawn Chong on the set of this movie? Yes. Yeah. 
Sorry, dude, what were you saying about suits? I apologise. I just wanted to get that in there while he was ripping the chair apart. Uh, what did I say about suits? Well, if you just go into a suit shop and said, I want something that says sex, that's the suit that they bring out, isn't it? Yeah, if you walked into a suit shop and they went, uh, yes, hello, sir, welcome to the suit shop, uh, what can we get you? I'd like <laughs> sex, please. I'd like to get a suit that just says sex. And he got, this is cheap because he got it from the kids section. Yeah. They come out and they go, uh, well, sir, we have this uh, wonderful black uh, two-piece with the white uh, cross hatches on them and the whole bit. You're just like, oh, I've just come. That is exactly what I was looking for. Thank you very much, young man. Exactly the suit I want. He wears a similar suit in Monarch. <laughs> Can you imagine what he would say about it? Well, of course, when I was watching Commando, I couldn't help but think of the 1939 film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminded me of Fellini's Eight and a Half. It reminded me of Antonioni's Falock. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of Monarch. <laughs> Sorry, so does every movie remind you of Monarch? Yes. <laughs> it is my favourite movie. You know what also Ryan, reminds me of Manon? What? Manon. <laughs> and how many times have you seen Manon? 175,000 times. It's the it's... only movie I ever watch. <laughs> have you watched anything else? One episode of the IT crowd. <laughs> they show me clips of things and they say, What does that remind you of? Manon. Manon. <laughs> I watched I watched an old family video of myself and my sister playing in a stream. <laughs> what said, was it like? Monarch. It was highly influenced by the French New Wave and the German Expressionism. Monarch. <laughs> Monarch. Which man versus technology versus food versus hats versus cheese? It's not unlike Jack Tatty or <laughs> <laughs> Antonioni's Falafel. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Monarch. <laughs> Monarch. It's my favourite film, Monarch. <laughs> I love how you were like, I said, he's saying Monarch like my uncle in French. And he was like, it sounds like he's saying Monarch. It does sound like he's saying Monarch. Oh. oh, that's hilarious. We're now making a joke about a YouTube video that only like 30 people have seen. Monarch. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Monarch. I modelled Commando on it. Can you right, tell? Which, which, which mall is this? I don't know. Which mall is it meant to be? Is it the same as the uh, uh, chopping mall mall? No. Is it the same as the Gary Daniels Rage Mall or whatever that movie was? Um, I don't think so. It is the same mall that is used in... Monarch. <laughs> Monarch. <laughs> no, seriously. Jack Tetty's Monarch. <laughs> Jack Tetty. And Monarch. It's the same mole from Terminator 2. Wow. Yes, 44 people have seen the video 
twatty critic <laughs> on YouTube, which is a clip from the IT Crowd documentary. How did you come across that? Because I was watching the IT Crowd documentary. <laughs> and so I copied it, and then I cut the bit out where he says, Manon, can I put it up on YouTube? Because I, I wanted to share it with the group of people. It is an awesome video. Well, one could say it's Mononk. Mononk. What was that? It's modern times and <laughs> Jack Tatty's Mononk. <laughs> by, by, by the way, people, he is talking about a Channel 4 sitcom. And when asked to comment on it, instead of saying, oh, yeah, it's really rather funny, he went, it reminds me of Jack Tetty's... <laughs> while wearing a roll neck and unironic glasses. I'm going to wear glasses tomorrow for the Google chat. Yeah, that'd be great. And I might try and throw in Mononk. I'm going to pretend to be a puppet tomorrow for the Google Hangout. Are you, not, are you going to be a puppet? Yeah. <laughs> I love how he takes on all the security guards. I love how he just fights anyone who gets in the way. It's a, it's, oh, yeah. It is proper, like, t- taken, definitely, you know. Oh, it's definitely. But I love that. Who was it on our... Fa- I think it was Ritter who was like, well, Commando just, like, taken, just copied Commando. I was like, Ritter's going to have a real problem when he realises that there are only about four plots to action films. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, every action film copied every other action film. Yeah, most most action films have feature revenge at some point. This is awesome. Yes, I love that. Get out of there! I want to show you my nog. <laughs> the best yeah. bit though is when they all crowd him and then they all fly back. That is like so that. good. Shoot the man from Del Monte. There we go. <laughs> the man from Del Monte. He said, "Die." Are those trailers still on? The man from Del Monte? Are they st- is that no, still on? They've, they've gone. So nobody knows what I'm talking about. Oh, wait, just just been shot, ain't he? <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> also, one of my favourite scenes coming up now. Actually, I could just save this film. I could just go. My Every, favourite scene. Everything about this film is amazing. It's just fucking brilliant. Now, when he uh, swings yeah, down, swings down. He does a lot of things with elevators because, of course, there's that whole bit in True Lies where he gets in and one in a horse, right? Yes. And he's in the mall in Terminator Two. I mean, Arnie and malls are the eighties, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The two of them are quintessentially eighties. That's a great thing. Do you reckon this is the time where he's got that stunt double that also appears as one of the zombies in Reanimator? Just because that's say, the same I'd, guy. I'd say that he had his stunt double that was always working for him. <laughs> but you know the guy who's in Reanimator is his stunt double. The, yes, I do know that, yeah. 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 Let's have a look at that. Reanimator. What was uh, What was he just... Uh, just like naked zombies, just in the last... I don't know if he has a name. Psycho, psycho, ER patient, slip risk, failed operation, bullet wound, one arm man, Anyway, pick up Radon Chong, her bosoms are bubbling. Bouncy bosom Chong, as we used to call her. 
She forgot she didn't have a chair. I hope that she's sitting on, like, a little rivet that just goes right up her twat. Oh, that's what she's got. That's why she's... Look at look at the faces she's making. She's all excited, but really, she's like, this rivet's going right up against my clip. I love it. I love that. Are you going to tell me what's happening? No. 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 This is against my, it's against my religion to tell you. I'm driving up to get the demon. He's stolen the soul of all the people in the mall. And if we don't kill him, he will get all their souls. He's such an asshole. <laughs> yeah, this is okay. If this is where he got the idea for End of Days. Yeah. Do you know police people now uh, employ her as their siren? Yeah. Well, I wonder why she's in it because she doesn't really need to be in it, does she? No. She's in it because she's Ray Dawn Chong. I mean, there's one line about her saying, "Oh, I've got to get to my karate lesson or something," but you never really see any evidence of her doing any karate. No, and I mean, she gets she flies the plane, but I would have thought he could have flew the plane. Yeah. He could probably fly a plane and remake Mononk at the same time. <laughs> yeah. He's a big believer in Mononk. <laughs> my next movie, I remake Mononk. It just got to that critic, superb. <laughs> it's a film I've always wanted it's to see. It's a film I've always wanted to see. I've, I've bought several roll necks in celebration. <laughs> I love how ducking slightly avoids bullets when they're fired straight at your face. Yeah. Just to, to the left or the right, anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Also, that would have given them both severe whiplash injuries. Especially yeah, her, so she's not even sat in a chair. Yeah, he's got broken legs and a broken tailbone. Yeah. And And a whiplash. broken neck. Yeah. And a hotel room key. Yeah. I love the way he dangles him over. It looks so yeah. good as well. It's such a good effect. Do you think they really dangled the actor? <laughs> I think they did, because I think you see... Because there's no stuntman that small. No, you, you, but if you look closely, you can see that his leg's wired. Right. It's one of those goofs that everybody looks for. I noticed it last time I watched it with Molly. Really? Yeah. I don't see it. No, you won't see it now, but you saw it when... You know when he goes to lift him up? First you can actually up, see, right, OK, yeah. yeah. you can actually see something on his leg. So do you have, like... Is the Blu-ray in England now uncut? <laughs> the Blu-ray is, yeah. I need to upgrade my copy then. I'm apologising to everyone that I only have this first. Also, you get... Uh, there's a better director's cut in America on DVD. Oh, really? Yes. Is it also on blue or just on DVD in America? I think you've got, I think you've got the blue as well. That car will be fucked. That's a Porsche. They make things well in Germany. Yeah. It's probably one of Seinfeld's Porsches. <laughs> yeah, it's on Blu-ray. The director's uh, cut? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, that's a shame.
can't stop watching the twatty critic clip. I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> Which goes back to Chaplin's modern times and Chattetti's model. <laughs> and all. And all. I've only got six hours to go and save Jenny. I was supposed to be taking her to see my uncle later. <laughs> They're driving a jeep that was clearly left over from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Mm. Even though it was made after this. And he's clearly wearing clothes that was left over from cruising. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dan Hedger. I know I'm meant <laughs> to be playing a South American, but fuck you. I'm leaving you in here. It's a nice big room, though, isn't it? It is. She could get out of the windows. She could hide in the fireplace. She could... I'll go and make a cup of tea. <laughs> but you don't need to be cold. You've got a big fireplace. Is she more annoying than Jenny in Taken? No. No one's more annoying than her. Wait a minute, is his daughter in Taken called Jenny? Not Jenny. Kimmy. Kimmy. <laughs> it's Kim and Kim. Lenny. Lenny. Lenore. She Lenore. likes Lenore. She Lenore. likes Lenore. I call her Lenny. Lenny, I've lost Kim, Lenny. But I'm fucking her best friend right now. She's dead, but don't worry about it. That means I can't catch anything. She's <laughs> right, Lenny. I'm doing Sorry, it because it's Lenore. a. <laughs> I'm doing it because it's a lot like Manok. <laughs> I seen this. I seen this guy fuck this drugged up prostitute in Manok. Have you seen that, Lenny? <laughs> it's also in Paris, Lenny. It's Jacques Tati, Lenny. She's my favorite. It's my favorite. Now I'm gonna flip her over and do her in her ass, Lenny. Even though it's all moldy and corpse-like. Look at this fucking car that Duke has. If that isn't a pimp mobile, I don't know oh, what it is. Yeah. Is that the same car he stole? I don't know, it but is. it's enormous. It would be like it's... driving around in a house. Look at it. It's wider than a city block. I bet the penis is the same length. I bet there are roads in England you couldn't even physically drive that car down. No. Except the bed. Get on it. Spread your legs. <laughs> and call me my mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's in the movie, to get a bit of the old... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. There's a right pair of flapping bristles coming up in a minute, though, isn't there? I just sucked his dick. <laughs> But just watch this. This is just awesome. I know. Not only that, but I just recently found an article with the uh, Expendables 3, the new people, the four new people, oh, Glenn, yeah. Glenn Powell, Ronda Rousey, <laughs> Victor Ortiz, and um, uh, Kellen Lutz. Yeah. 
Kellen Lutz's first action hero movie was Bloodsport. Victor Ortiz's was The Terminator. Ronda mm. Rousey was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah. Glenn Powell's first action hero movie? The Rock. Three Ninjas. Oh, fuck. From sake. 1992. Jesus. Yeah. Greatest fear, he puts down beautiful women, a fear mm. I fight every day. <laughs> His secret f- skill is dolphin grooming. I'm not even making this up. This is an Any- actual thing. Wait a minute, I'm talking over Titeis. <laughs> Did he just grab Bill Duke's Bill Duke? <laughs> Did he just grab Little Duke? Exactly, it's not Little. That woman in the other room has got some mighty hefty Titeis <laughs> on her. Yep. She's put on a dildo look. Spiky one. And his favourite action hero line is forgiveness is between them and God, it's my job to arrange the meeting. That is one of my favourite lines. Yeah. But as far as action But three ninjas, greatest fear, beautiful women, and secret skill, dolphin grooming. He has no place in Expendables three. I'm sorry. As soon as he walks into the room he goes, I'm here, Jason Statham puts a knife between his eyes and goes Fuck the dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they'd him. <laughs> Jason's like, if that Glenn Powell comes on about fucking dolphins one more time. Have you seen the answers? Kellen said blood sport. <laughs> he said blood sport. He said, she said Indiana Jones. The other one said, what's the other one say? Terminator. Yeah, Terminator, yeah. And he said Mononk. <laughs> <laughs> he might as well have said Mononk. Three ninjas. It's not even a, it's like a comedy movie, isn't it? Isn't one of them like It's like a kid's action yeah. comedy. What a shit. Yeah, so Kellen Lutz said Bloodsport, I don't fear anything but fear itself, secret skill sharpshooting, and favourite action hero line, every man dies but not every man really lives. From Braveheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor Ortiz says Terminator greatest fear scales I have always had a fear of the scale I don't know what he means by that like on a snake okay uh, or on a fish yeah I don't like gills either um, the secret skill the secret skill I can rebuild car engines that's fairly manly and favourite mm-hmm. action hero line I'll be back Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator Ronda Rousey Indiana Jones Temple of Doom Greatest Fear Failure Secret Skill I am a Pokemon Master Hmm Okay she's a woman Yeah Favourite Action Hero Line Adrian Sylvester Stallone in Rocky mm, No <laughs> But I have to say Glenn Powell wins it With Three Ninjas Beautiful Women And Dolphin Grooming Yeah Yeah What's a tit? I'm crawling on my stomach. I'm looking at some guns. I'm crawling again. Also, there's a picture of her and the other three new Expendables. And it looks like a party girl out with all her gay friends. (laughs) (laughs) What website is this? On Facebook. Oh, on Facebook. 
there was always one of those in an action movie in the 80s. One of those, like, uh, Mexican fellas with a little red bandana around and a tiny it's little same guy. He got a lot of work in the 80s. He got a lot of work in the 80s. Because isn't there even one in, like, Dawn of the Dead when he gets shot? Doesn't John Amplis play a, uh, a Mexican at the beginning when they're raiding the project? Yes, I think so, yeah. Yeah. All you, all you need if you're in the 70s and the 80s to be a Mexican was a cut-off denim jacket and a little red bandana and a greasy moustache. Yeah, and say essay once. Mm. Oh, they've got a coffee machine. I think this is... Isn't this the uh, back room of Bennett's new nightclub, Pinge? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Judging, it's where it keeps it, yeah. Judging I've got a water them. machine. I've got a coffee machine. I've got all the uh, replacement butt plugs. Yeah, I've got all the laces, mod cons, John. <laughs> it's not really a cappuccino machine, it's just a regular coffee machine, but I hide behind it and I go... I stare at a bit, put a bit of froth on it. I take a shit in it. <laughs> People love it. They lap it up, John. They love a, they love a nut latte, John. We could have gone into business together with Pinge. But no, you refused, so now I've kidnapped your you daughter. Said, you said you was, and I quote, all about the pussy. There's nothing wrong with a bit of male bum-bum, John. <laughs> we all like it from time to time, John. Don't pretend that you don't. <laughs> I saw you when we were in Nam together. I saw Cheeky you me out. every night looking over. I don't understand. English isn't my first language. But killing is. Killing is my number one language. Why has he never said that? He should have said that. We should write Commando 2. We should. I'm sorry, English is not my first language. Killing is. <laughs> I, I really hope Statham kills Glenn Powell in Expendables 3. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sloane. I've gone... Uh, Stallone, I've gone... I've gone this far, mate, but, uh... Who are these fucking cunts? I can't be putting up with that shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking Dolphinger. <laughs> I was a diver, but look. That's fucking ridiculous. You know what I did when I dived? I fucking killed Flipper. Who killed fucking... Who grooms dolphins? What are you grooming for? What kind of... Perverts. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphin fucker. What kind of a cunt grooms dolphins? I'm going to... I'm going to... You know those cans of tuna? I can't even there? look at him, Sly. Yeah. <laughs> you know those cans of tuna that say dolphin free? I don't buy those. <laughs> I only buy the ones with dolphin in it. And if he's got a bit of tuna in it, I'll send it back. <laughs> I'll have one of them. Oh, This is like how Arnie does his shopping on a Saturday. Yeah. There's so many stores in L.A. where he's, where people are like, no, Arnie's coming in today. Quick, we've got to barricade the front door. Too late, he's coming in. He knows where all the good guns are kept. Yeah. He's just like, he's just like, oh. She's come. Yeah. 
Let's have one of those. I take ten of these. Yeah, another one of them. I don't know what oh, it I does. Think... Little light. I like the little red light. <laughs> yes, it's little. It's a little laser pen. It's dildo. It's for you. I'm only taking all this in case the bouncers at Bennett's nightclub pinch won't let me in. <coughs> I love scenes like this in movies. Yeah. It's total weapon porn. You could have shot them all. I wonder if they sell Twizzlers. <laughs> I only came in for red robe licorice, but then <laughs> I saw these guns. Shit. Shit, I've got to DVR that program and I forgot to set it. Oh, Desperate the Housewives is on. I know. And the fucking, what is that one with the, house, the real housewives of Beverly yeah. Hills? Maids. Maids in Manhattan. I love Have the maids program. The funny thing is, there is a new uh, Lifetime Channel TV show called Maids. Mm, I bet it's his favourite. With the woman from... Uh, is ugly, he back with his wife? Ugly Betty in it. I don't know. She's in it purely for this scene where she seduces a guy driving a armoured vehicle. With lots of guns in the back. Yeah, they don't notice that, do they? No. You do wonder why they keep having scenes like this, though, where he just gets out of them easily. I think I think it's because it's just panning it out. Yeah. Because it could have been a much shorter film. It's a short film anyway. It's only eighty-five minutes, but it could have been so much shorter. And also, they needed to give her something to do. And it's a bit of comedy. Because she shoots it the wrong way. Yeah. I'd love if she shot it the wrong way into a hospital, killing <laughs> thousands of people. It just cuts to some guy dressed up as Santa, reading this, like, really sickly child a book. And then Mr Froggy said... Or, what's it, a dolphin Dolphin, dolphin grooming. And Glenn, whatever his name is, that. Glenn, Glenn Powell's there. <laughs> so I was in the pool with the dolphin, and we have a special brush. How do, what, do, what are you grooming on a dolphin? Grooming it for other dolphins. Dirty bastard. He's like a dolphin pimp. She's still sat there. She hasn't thought about escaping, maybe. Oh, she's probably wondering why she's wearing that awful shirt. I like that shirt. I've got three myself. I've also got a pair of those dungarees. Oh, I've got the dungarees. Yeah. Dungarees were so hot. Dungarees with a belt. Yeah. Class. Yeah. You What's, can't buy class like that. What is that belt holding up? Nothing. No. It's just there for a statement. It is. And that statement is, I don't know what the straps on my dungarees are really for. See, if she thought about it, she can't get out of this situation. She could take the belt off and kill herself. She could... <laughs> oh, it's dark. She could take the belt off and whip someone with it. Yeah, and Bennett comes in. I like that. I like that. I'm going to do that at Pinge. I'm going to hire some midgets about the same height as you and uh, have them in a cage whipping a grown man. 
It's my favourite part of Pinge. Look at that hair that guy has. He's actually done nothing wrong, really. No, no. It's just like the Night Watchman. I've got my speedos and my swimming hat and my flippers. I've got to go and kill dolphins now, Glenn. You've got <laughs> to watch me. You know when he gets on the boat and he starts, what's it? He had, like, armbands on. Yeah. <laughs> Those orange armbands that we had when we were at school. I can't swim. <laughs> Do you have a pool noodle? What is a pool noodle? A pool noodle, like one of those floating device things. They look like long bits of pasta. She can't fly a plane anyway. No. She's a woman. Just because she's a... <laughs> Just because she's an air hostess doesn't mean she's... No, she says earlier she's taking flying lessons. I don't give a fuck what she said earlier. <laughs> and just to cut on that, women can do anything they want. I was merely joking. But she's making a pig's ear fly on that plane. I like pigs. See, that's how you start a plane. You just hit it. Jeff Speakman... Eats pigs every day. Cameron Sullivan asks, who is the best character gangster actor? I said, does he mean like Al Pacino and Robert De Niro? Or Jacques Tati's monologue? (laughs) (laughs) Best character... Gangster actor, I'm gonna go for. I think it's gotta be Robert De Niro, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Paul Bianco, what do you guys think about English action movies? Hmm. Do you mean like the current crop of English football hooligan action films? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> have you seen what I just put? <laughs> There's Bill Paxton. Yeah, he's got a little really small big part in it. Chaz Palminteri, I guess. I mean, he's pretty good. No, I tell you what, that guy who plays Jelly in Analyze This... With the pockmarked face. Yeah. Yeah, some of the old, really, really old style that are, like, in every gangster film, but they're not well-known. Mick Starr. Yeah, he's good. I like the uh, guy in Goodfellas who wears a wig. Why are you laughing at, Chief? Uh, Cameron's point. He's so fucking cool, but what about Al Spino, Frank Vincent, Mike Starr, Danny Aiello? Did Tom he say Mike Starr? Yeah, or Tamira Morrison. No, why, John? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Uh, he looks really sad with his life, that guy with the sash. Not him, you're the guy. Just touch the front bums. He's coming to my nightclub later. Are you going to be wearing that beige safari jacket? I think it's a little bit 1982, don't you, mate? <laughs> Why don't you put on something like this, like chainmail, and grow a moustache? <laughs> Although you'll do really well. They love the greasy South Americans in my nightclub. I love it. <laughs> I like to diddle the apooters. <laughs> we offer... We offer great deals on lube in my club. Um, Tom Wilkinson. Okay, Cameron, give it up. Yes, he was good in Batman, but that doesn't mean he's a good gangster actor. That just means he was good in one movie as a gangster. Danny Aiello, Mike Starr, yes, fine, but fucking Tom Wilkinson? Come on. He's a good actor, but I can't... He's only been one... <laughs> Peter Osmond. Let's put that picture up, cunt. Yeah. Uh, Jason Ritter, what would Dr. Action the Kick-Ass Kid the movie be about? Oh, I don't know. Um... It'd be about Mononk. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Action the Kick-Ass Kid, go and see a private screening of Mononk. Um, and then <laughs> uh, while we're there, one of our friends gets kidnapped. Or something. Um, I don't know. Um, what would our movie be about, man? It'd be about uh, you're an undercover cop in New York. Uh, you need help solving a case, so I come over and we solve it together uh, while taking down gangsters in New York. So it would just be you and me. We wouldn't be like putting a team together or anything. Not until the sequel. The sequel would be more. Like man on a mission type thing. Mm. Okay, so Cameron asked, which is the best man on a... Oh, Arnie. Yeah. I'm all naked except for my banana hammock. Um, <laughs> so he says, uh, man on a mission movie, he says he's a wild geese fan. Um, but man on a mission movie... Well, it depends, because you've got the two things, haven't you? You've got the later ones... <laughs> and you've got the 70s ones. Yeah. I mean, Wild Geese certainly probably wins in terms of the 70s ones, but Expendables, for me, is the best in the more recent times. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm more... Of, I, I, I prefer Wild Geese to... Uh, Monog. Well, I prefer fucking Hemorrhoid to Monog. Yeah. It's, um, Wild Geese is just an awesome film. We got a message on our uh, thing about uh, 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 wild geese commentary, didn't we? Did you see that? No, I didn't see that, dude. Yeah, we got a message about it. I'll read. I tell you what, I'll read it out. Good. Read it out once I can find it. Why does Arnie think it would be better to sneak in here naked? Because uh, it put him off with his beauty. Okay, it's from Philip Green, and he says, I'm going back to your earlier episodes. Your love for the film The Wild Geese and the actors in it was great. It has to be one of my favourite movies, favourite films ever. Nice. 
Uh, we've also been asked least manly things in action movies. Probably Arnie. Dolphin grooming. Yeah. <laughs> Probably Arnie in his speedos. Yeah. Uh, and Bennett in his chainmail. I've weighed myself down too much. I can't climb this hill. I should have put all this on later. I look through there. Um, Rambo's hair in part two. Pretty unmanly. Uh, Kurt yeah. Russell getting dressed up as a woman in Tango and Cash. Yeah, that's yeah, that wasn't the nicest sight I've ever seen. And Glenn Powell in everything. Uh, fucking dolphin groomer. Um, what's your favourite Skinamax movie? I, I, I don't watch those. Um, I don't watch those. I don't watch all of them. I mean, I watch clips from them, but um, only when I'm having a wank. Uh, who would you want to see in the new Predator movie? All the people who were in the old Predator movie? Well, Arnie. Yeah. As long as it's got Arnie in it, I don't care. Arnie, with Danny Glover. Arnie, even... Danny Glover, the Dukes. Dukes of Hazard? No, the Bill Dukes. Oh, yeah. No, he, he died, didn't he? Doesn't matter. I want them all back. You want them back as, like, ghostly apparitions. Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Carl Weathers. Yeah. Don't really want... I like Adrian Brody, but I don't think he made a great... No, no, no. We don't even imagine that movie exists. Oh, he looks like a zombie, doesn't he? They both do. They both look like extras from Dawn of the Dead. That is one hell of a living room, isn't it? You couldn't feel comfortable in a room like that, could you? No, those chairs don't look very comfy at all. You couldn't have a wank in a room like that. No. I feel like your living room has to be comfortable enough for you to just unzip and have a wank if you feel like it. Yeah, I mean, that that settee looks looks expensive. I wouldn't want to wipe a cock on it. No. Well, I would. If I didn't live there, I'd probably just go in and wipe my cock on everything. I feel like I might want to... Not in the club now, Paul. I feel like I might want to have a wank in there just because it would feel so unsuitable. Hmm. She could have been doing this for ages, but instead yeah, she waited until the last minute. Captain's done. And this just looks like it was just built. I'd love to ask the uh, director, was this just was this just cardboard? What? The set. Oh, yeah, probably. It's definitely a set, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Sam. Somebody was probably in there having a poo. Yeah. All those models, mannequins, being destroyed. He blew up Pinge! <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. i got to go right back to rebuilding my Pinge. Maybe I could have it in the house, John. Maybe I could put one of these shiny metal vibrators I'm <laughs> caressing on every seat. Looks a bit sharp, John, but it gives you what for... Right when you need it. She's a bit handy with the old. Uh... She's a she's a 
she's a feisty one. I love the way he just fell right through that. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not real wood. We made it out of balsa wood. Was that, was that the plan? She could have just kicked it. Yeah. She was in there that whole time. She could have just fucking leant against it. Awesome explosions and death. Yeah. You just don't steal John Matrix's daughter and get away with it. You don't steal her. If you wanted her, you should have paid the price. I was willing to negotiate. <laughs> Two dollars. I start low and I work up. Like the maid. Peter Osmond reckons that Dirty Dozen is better than Where Eagles, um, better than Wild Geese. But he says, I think I've actually found a better man on a mission movie, Where Eagles Dare. I would have to say Where Eagles Dare, except there's really only two men on a mission. They don't really put together a big group, do they? No, but you've got Clint Eastwood. You don't really need a team when you've got Clint Eastwood. Just like when you have John Matrix. Yeah, yeah, man on a, just, just man on a mission. Oh. Bearded man. Yeah. He killed a bearded man. Yeah. Took a few shots there, didn't it? Yeah, well, it has to because the beard repels bullets. The carnage here is unparalleled. It's just unparalleled carnage at the end of this movie, the, isn't the, it? This is like the... Uh, do you think Sylvester Sloan, after he made the first Blue Part 2, which is an awesome film in itself, do you think when he watched this, he was just like, fuck. Yeah. Because this is the trendsetter in it for the rest of the 80s, this film. Yeah, definitely. There's just so many people die. And he don't get done for any of it, does it? Does he? No. And he can fly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's unscathed by anything that goes on around him. Jason Ritter asks, "Do you think the guy who played MacGyver would fit in an Expendables movie?" That may go down as one of the stupidest questions we've ever been asked. Richard Dean Anderson, where, where, what say you on Expendables? Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go, that's quite simple. Yeah, that's my response. Nah. See, that is a fake test, clearly, that guy's got. <laughs> a blonde hair and a pitch black moustache. I love it when I see fake moustaches. Possibly my favourite thing in any movie ever. No, I think this is the high, most cut scene. Oh, that was in. That was in. That is cut to shreds. What is? That scene there in the tool shed. shed. Yeah? Tool sh- yeah, he cut somebody's arm off. I feel really bad that we're doing this version then. No, because we can always do an uncut version at some point. OK. We'll leave that dangling out there then for people. Oh my word. I love this. That gun is just amazing. 
It's just like a computer game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. There was a computer game for this as well. I had it. It yeah. was just this. You'd, yeah. You just went around killing people? Yeah, you just had a couple of pixels that was John Matrix going around shooting people. It was on a Commodore 64, though, so it was pretty shit. I mean, if you think, if, if Arnie and Sly had kind of put their differences away, imagine the fact that we could have got a Matrix and Rambo movie. I, I think they were quite... I think they were competitive, but I think they were more than prepared to make a film together in the 80s. It's just their schedule was never allowed. Because right. that film would have made serious money for the both of them. But can you imagine Rambo and Matrix as a... As a oh, it's the old, it's the old uh, question. Who'd win in a fight, Rambo or Commando? I think uh, it's a draw. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would actually say Rambo. I think the Matrix is only really capable of pulling all this stuff out because his daughter's involved. Yeah, probably. He's a man of peace, really. I make houses out of chocolate. <laughs> Cakey bits. George Clooney, look. It's an early roll. Jenny... You just think about it, though. Someone fucking allowed them to shoot in this really nice house they have, and he just showed up and... Whose house do you think it was? Don't know. I bet they only had, like, an hour. Why did he put stripes of black on himself when that really doesn't camouflage him at all because he's a bloody great Austrian? Because it looks awesome. I, you I shoot at my plant pots, I come to your house and I obliterate your plant pots. Ah. If he, if he, uh, I bet that door was open. <sighs> Shooting everyone now. Yeah. Seeing a sharp mannequin. It's like, a, it's like a game of hide and shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was the fourth shot that killed him. Yeah. The thing that made him fall through a door and off a balcony. Yeah. You see that that going, Call me an ambulance. I'm going to come find you, little girly. And when I do, I'm going to tell you what Penge is really about. <laughs> You've got a platinum ticket to get in. Have I shown you the cocktails, which I put a <laughs> straw in that is shaped like a wiener? You want to have a suckle on my wiener straw? The great things about cocktails are they come with cocktails. You buy a cocktail and I'll tell you, tell you a tale about a cock I've sucked. Each cocktail comes with a little pamphlet showing details of how much oral sex I've had with other guys. Bennett, you have too little steam. This is where he gets really, really gay. Here's your arm, John.
John. Malapi, John. You coming to my club later, John? What else was he in again? Mad Max, right? Mad Max 2, yeah. Yeah. Was he in anything else? Yeah, he was in Raising Arizona. He gets really turned on with this, doesn't he? That is a hardcore knife, that is. Yeah. Oh, he's about to ejaculate. She's been auditioning for Little Orphan Oliver by the looks of it. <laughs> I don't need the girl. Don't you know that he's probably said that a few times? Yeah. Oh, he was in In the Space as well, wasn't he? Mr. Otto. The most overacting villain ever? Yeah. John, I've got such plans for you. It includes your bot bot. I'm going to have you strapped up in pinch. People are going to come in and put a little pinky finger up your bot bot. <laughs> the only problem is, I mean, he was awesome in Road... He's great in this, but he's, you know, he's also great in Road Warrior as well. Yeah. But you must have been like looking at it thinking, there's not a chance he could take him. No. Seems like one of them's built like a tree. Oh, my top are you doing? He tries to kiss him. Go on, let me just put a little bit of my tongue in. <laughs> just a tip, John. You could call me Rimbo. I don't like doors, John. I don't want doors on anything. It's a proper good end fight, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be hot. Yeah, that's like... I bet there's one of those in each corner in per... Pinge. Yeah. What do you mean, John? You haven't seen Mononk. <laughs> you don't know what you're missing out on. It's Jack Teddy's best <laughs> film, John. <laughs> we'll all just have to stand here and wait until you've seen Mononk. <laughs> I've got it on VHS, John. I'm going to get the laser disc next week. You've heard about these, John? They're the newest way to visualise movies. They'll be around forever, John. <laughs> I've put all my money into them. I don't think you could actually do that. Uh... You couldn't actually just pick up a pipe, throw a pipe, and it go through someone like that. No. Let off steam, Bennett. Ah, ha, ha. You see what I did, Jenny? Uh, Jenny. Why did you laugh? Oh, is it because you've traumatised, because you've just seen your dad fucking kill somebody? Now be a good little girl. Turn your head away. I'm going to go fiddle with his pee-pee. I'm going to go and shit in his mouth. (laughs) 
I would have loved to have seen a Tango and Cash Commando Rambo mashup. Yeah, just all coming together, yeah. yeah. Should give it to my friend. He loves playing in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the matter with him? He wants to be present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they've killed everybody this guy's like fuck how am I going to explain any of this by the way doc again what is your favourite late night naughty TV show I don't watch porn <laughs> yeah you don't like porn do you nope oh god no one's going to stop are they Ritter's asking what about Powers Booth all right, Ritter, we'll have Powers Booth in the Expendables. Oh, I love this song as well. There will be a next time that you give me some money for a sequel. Uh, John, are you going to help us clear this up? Not a chance. I think I'll go and clear all those bodies up. <laughs> tell him life on top. Just tell him that. What's life on top? It's a Skinamax series. Oh, I know what I'll put. I'll put this. Put co-ed confidential. You must have heard of this. Ritter, I would say Powers Booth can be in The Expendables, certainly. I mean, he wouldn't be my first choice, but okay, yes, he can be in it. Mm. Um, Now let's see if I want to know, right, why Cameron is so intent on finding out which naughty TV show you watch. Dunno. I don't Very think weird. I've ever made uh, any uh, statement that I've ever been into that sort of thing. No. Larry Kostroff, on the other hand, he's all about it. He, he? he watches. Uh, he's one of the guys who just came up on the credits. <laughs> Elaine K. Thompson loves a bit of uh, Bang Bang. Yeah, she likes. I've never seen it before, but she likes to watch um, Coed Confidential. Yeah, Bob Harris. With her pants off. Likes uh, naughty nurses in night time. Or lingerie, isn't that one of the other ones that they yeah. show? Yeah. A lot of people worked on this film. A lot of people. Yeah. Not least of all, me. I made this movie, didn't I, Tony? You made this movie. I did, yeah. Well, well done. Thank you. 
Maddox. He's one of my favourites uh, of all the Maddox family. Oh, yeah, I love those. Especially Grooming Goose Pilot, Herb Johnson. I like... Um, uh, I like his brother, Otto. Otto Maddox. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> Do you think Peter Osmond's latest comment is a dig? What latest comment? An action film with the rocks, rock perhaps. What is <laughs> I can only assume it's uh, just a minute, Jason Ritter's. The last film I saw, Paris Booth, uh, um, was in MacGruber. I would like to see him in more action films. An action film with the rock perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> we do like Ritter and Sullivan. We don't mean to be having a go. It's just, oh, I'm not having a go, no. It's all good fun. It's all good fun. I like the fact that uh, Jason Ritter is a huge rock fan. It's good. It's good. It's the new Weird, wave. Weirdly enough, though, he hates rock music. Yeah. Yeah, and he didn't like him when he was a wrestler. He was more of a Stone Cold fan. Yeah. What a great film that is. It's a wonderful film. I love it so much. I just got another $3 pledged to me. Oh, very nice. On Patreon, so every time I put a show out there, it's another $3. Excellent. This See is good. People need to keep keep doing this now, I think. Yeah, the only problem is what he's, uh, John's not told you, is he's now going to be doing an after-movie diner. A day. A day, yeah. <laughs> I did think about putting all the shows that I do through Patreon on that feed so that it was <laughs> like five <laughs> shows a week. Not a bad idea. No, I'm not going to do that. It'd be too cruel to people who are. Alrighty then. Glenn Powell. Who's Glenn Powell? Is that an actual person? No, it's Glenn Powell, but was a joke. Oh, Powell, yeah. I was thinking, I've never heard of him. Glenn Powell, what a prick. Can you believe he's going to be in our Expendables movie and we're not? Yeah. Fucking kill a dolphin. For a group, yeah. Right, man. Let's um, let's uh, wrap up the show. Yep. Okay. So thanks ever so much, sir. I enjoyed that. That was fun. It was fun. What a great film. I love it. I love Commando. It's good. Good times. Good times for all. Yes, it's a family film. It is a family film, especially the uncut version, uh, yeah. which I must now see. Yeah, you love it. Yeah. Hope so. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks so, so much, Chief, and we'll do this again in a couple of weeks. Well, I shall speak to you tomorrow anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to do the uh, thing tomorrow. Yes, I've got to mm. remember to wake up for that. All right. All uh, right, indeed. All right, Chief, take care of yourself, sir. Speak to you later. Bye, 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 bye. bye. There are men, and then there are second-unit podcast men. The podcast you've just been listening to. It's part of the Second Unit Podcast Network. Find all of our shows at 2upn.blogspot.com or on Facebook under the Second Unit Podcast Network. Our fantastic list of shows include Drunk on VHS, We Came from the Basement, No Budget Nightmares, The After Movie Diner, Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid, and Bloodbaths and Boomsticks. Take one podcast into the shower. Don't be a blithering idiot, Alan.
we can give you the multiple podcast cleansing system all in one place your hair deserves. Our programming is available across all platforms from iTunes to Podomatic, TalkShoe to Stitcher, so you have absolutely no excuse. Listen today and a free naked person of your choice will be shipped from Thailand to your door in a matter of weeks. The Second Unit Podcast Network. Bringing you the action and leaving the boring stuff to the other guys. Bloody hell. Who does a girl have to blow around here to get a decent beverage? <laughs>